Hello and welcome to another episode of the Game Train Podcast. This is episode 107. I'm Callan Davis and joining me is Carl the Lyrical Smith. Hey. Hi. The date is the 22nd of August 2021. We haven't been podcasting much lately. I've been very lazy. Carl's been moving house again. That's right. Um, yep. The annual move. Yeah, I think Carl's moved more times than we've had prime ministers. So, you know, I keep have. up. Yep. Um, that's right. Um, but yes, that's right, folks. We're back with another episode. We're going to try and keep this more frequent now on our normal yes. uh, one to two week rotation, depending on what the hell's going on. As we all know, towards the end of the year, things will speed up. But there actually hasn't been a lot of releases at the moment. It's all, it's about to pick up now from now on. So it'll be good. We'll hopefully get back into this rhythm bring you guys more content, and we'll stop being lazy bitches. Um, but yes, this episode, 107, this is our special indie-centric episode. Each year, since the first year of the podcast, around this time, it's always around July-August time, we, we do an indie-centric episode where we only focus on in, indie games. We push those AAA big behemoths to the side, and we speak about the indies. Um, so on this one, we were going to be reviewing Death's Door, plus we're going to be talking about Trigger Witch, 12 Minutes, The Ascent, and anything else that Carl wants to throw in along the way that will trip me up. <laughs> yeah, um, but before all that, we're going to talk a little bit of AAA stuff in the news, because there is news around, so we'll get right into that with the news. Okay, so on the news this week, PAX has been cancelled. That's right, PAX has been cancelled in person once again, PAX Australia, that is, uh, due to the ongoing coronavirus pandemic, um, which is very sad. There's going to be PAX Online and Generosity Online, but it won't be in-person events, which is very sad. We're very much looking forward to this. It's the most funnest time of the year. Um, And it's a shame we have to now go another year without everyone getting together again. So... Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a well, bit of a you know, bit, bit of a bummer. Um, to be completely clear, PAX Physical is cancelled, but it'll still be running all online, um, just like it did in twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. And as will our um, um, event for generosity, mm-hmm. uh, which usually runs every year alongside PAX. Um, yes. Our, for those who don't know, our charity event where we stream and help raise money for different causes. Um, yes. So that'll still, all of that will still be on, but it'll all be online now. Again. Yes. Again. Sadly, it's like, it's always a good time when we all get together and stuff. So it's a bit sad we miss out again, but that's yeah. life at the moment. We're all missing out on things and this is something that gamers miss out on. So... Yeah, you know, as people miss out on their Formula One or, you know, going to football or things like that, we miss out on cool gaming events. So, yeah, we're all, we're all copping at people. So, uh, chin up and we'll keep going. But, yeah, hopefully we get it next year and it'll be bigger and better than ever and it'll be awesome and it'll be, like, the most hyped packs of all time. Of all time. <laughs> oh, well, it will be because it'll be two years without one. Everyone will be, like, anticipating, getting into it. Oh, yeah, let's go packs. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. You know, all the thoughts of, like, we thought we'd be well into packs by this year. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what to think anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how we'll it goes. We'll see how it goes. Uh, also, in other news, uh, there was a Pokemon Nintendo Direct the other night. Uh, looking at Pokemon games that showed off. Uh, more of Diamond and Pearl, the remaster or remake ones coming to Switch later this year. Mm. Looks really cool. Uh, but uh, they also showed off a new trailer again for Legends Arceus. Arceus? Arceus, or whatever it's called. Uh, it's launching January 28th still. They're sticking with their January launch date, which is really exciting. Uh, it looks a lot better than the original trailer too. Um, they've added a lot yeah, more. You can ride on There's Pokemon now. now. There's grass on it. So I think after another six months, when the game does release, it's going to look even better. So um, hopefully it's good. Like, the only thing I'm worried about is there's not going to be enough to do in this game. 
Mm. Right? You know, we've got other big open world games, like, let's say, like, Zelda, and, and but there's always something to do in Zelda there. You've got Dungeons, uh, Decorac Seeds, um, Storyline, all these yeah, different well, things. That, you know, a game that started off as an open world game, so, like, they have... Pokemon doesn't quite have that... Um, experience you know of being open world and free roaming kind of thing so mm. in that way it is yeah. kind of but it's it's more like i don't know it always reminded me more of a um a mega man style game more so than a zelda game where yeah you know you have to kind of fight people in a specific order even though you kind of almost have freedom but not quite mm -hmm. now there's like all this new freedom that everyone's been asking for and i just yeah like you said i hope they can find a way to fill those like catch Pokemon and fight, you know, gyms and stuff, and you're like, then what? Are you yeah. still running around looking for shinies for like, hours and hours on end? I, yeah, I feel like they need to add, like, because it doesn't look like there's gym battles in this yet. It doesn't look like there's roaming trainers in it. feels like they need to add that in, and also, like, side quests, and crafting would help in a weird way. Um, yeah. You know, crafting... Uh bigger bags and i don't i just some yeah. just something to occupy when in doubt in open worlds when in doubt add um what is it add crafting mm -hmm. oh, there was this other thing that when you're when you're in doubt crafting fishing oh yeah know? fishing yeah yeah they're gonna yeah. have fishing in it so you can get the water pokemon am i right yeah exactly <laughs> gonna add fishing mm -hmm. you know what they should have done which is probably not the best idea but it could have helped this game is they could have put Pokemon Snap in here. So you could go take photos as well. And then you'd have a game full of shit to do. Yes. That's a good idea, mate. You should go apply that for a job at Game Freak. Um, yeah, this is my favorite place. <laughs> Which is your favorite Pokemon game? Ugh, awkward. The first one. <laughs> the one with Deke Heichu in it? Uh... Uh, in other news, Halo Infinite won't include a co-op campaign at launch. Now, I said originally they weren't going to include the campaign at mm -hmm. launch, that they were just going to release a multiplayer game um, and yep. give us the campaign down the track. But it seems that we are getting the campaign multiplayer, but no co-op campaign. Or the Forge as well. Oh, no Forge either. No. What? Even, even Forza Horizon 5 is coming out with Forge. Yes. Some Halo's not. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know, but I guess Ooh. they're putting their development time they've got left into other areas. Otherwise, we'd get a delay. So it's either delay the game or leave stuff out and add it later. And yeah, yeah, I, they, I guess they've yeah. gone with that approach because I think Xbox does want a big heavy hitter for November since PlayStation's more more than likely not going to have one this year. Yeah, my goodness, how is there no one with a big heavy hitter in the? You know, in the holiday months, it's so, it's so weird. We got Pokemon remake. It's like, like I said, how come there's no good games coming out in the end of the year? Well, we've got the Final <laughs> Fantasy fourteen expansion coming out then. Yeah, like I said, how come there's no? No, I'm just, I'm just joking. That's gonna be great. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> it's gonna be fantastic. Yeah, it's not a new game though, which yeah. is, you know. Uh, it is a new game. It finishes the story, mate. Come on. It, it what the story? Did you just say it starts a brand new story? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> come on now Go, come, come on come on i'm just i'm just grumpy because there's no games oh oh forza horizon 5 one of the most incredible looking games ever that you and i both love already yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be good it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty good i guess it's gonna be wonderful because <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be gonna be all right well and we'll have halo infinite yeah we'll have some of halo infinite that's <laughs> yeah that's right um Oh, also coming out at the end of the year. Also coming out at the end of the year. I love following on from that with this. We've got a new Call of Duty coming. <laughs> oh, nice. Wonderful. Oh, it's called Call of Duty Vanguard. Um, it's going to include zombie mode in it. They're teaming up with their B company. I think it's Triarch, is it? That does the alter like the other games. Like, you know how... One, one company works on one lot, then the other one works on the other one, and they flip each year. Yeah. Well, don't they have three? Isn't there, like, 
What the sl sledgehammer? Something hammer? Uh, sledgehammer game? No, I don't know. Yeah. I I don't really follow Call we, of Duty. We, we promise we we know games. Yeah, except for Call of Duty. Um, it was like Treyarch, sledgehammer, and that other one, and then one of them left for a while and was like rejected, and then came back, and they skipped a year, and all kinds of things. Good times. It kind of sounds like Game Train podcast. Oh wow. Um, but yeah, it, this one is another World War Two story, but they're doing a different spin on it, so they're changing the events to World War Two. So it happens in World War Two, but all this other crazy stuff happens. So in like an alternate reality. Yeah. Thing? Yeah. Pretty much. Okay. Is it like that? What was that? What's that TV show that's doing that? What if? No. There's that like a specific World War Two one? I think. All right. Like, That'd be a movie. Oh, right. Have you got any news for us, Carl? Uh, are we going to talk about the Steam Deck at all? Yeah, sure. If you'd like to talk about the Steam Deck, go ahead. There's a, there's a Steam Deck. Okay, so there's this new piece of technology coming called the Steam Deck. Uh, it's made by Valve, I think. Um, it's a handheld device, much like the Switch, but you can play all your Steam games on there. Thus, so we've got games like Rust, so we can play Rust wherever we want from now on. There's other games. There's other games as well. Mostly just Rust, though. Yeah, no, but there's a, no, but a lot of games go through go through um, Steam already, like GTA Five. Um, but they run the game. You know, you can run it through Steam, so then you'll be able to play this game on your Steam Deck. Same with Sea of um, Thieves. Even though it runs through Microsoft stuff, you can load it into your Steam, and then you could play your uh, sea of thieves on your steam deck so yeah um that's launching at the end of the year in america we don't know when we're getting it here yet so americans yeah. please send steam decks yes please there's like there's three models they all look really awesome they're competitively priced they're everything it's it's really hilarious because they're everything that people wanted the switch to do and then the switch announced that it's doing absolutely nothing at all if you play it connected to a tv but it's adding an OLED screen if it's handheld and it's white now. Yeah. Um, but uh, have, you, have, you got, have you got your OLED switch on pre-order? Uh, yeah, my, my switch is going to be uh, exactly like the OLED switch, 100%. No difference at all because I'm a streamer. Um, and so when I play my switch games, I won't know the difference. Yeah. I still think I'm going to get an OLED one again, same sort of thing. But when you're not on the PC or whatever, playing through there... And you're on your couch, or you're on tour. Um, you know, you can play it there and see your OLED goodness. But yeah, uh, have you got any yeah. other news for us, Carl, or is that it? Um, well, just before we move on from the Steam Deck, what, the the thing that excited me most about it is that they said they're not locked onto Steam, and that you could actually take everything off it and put on your own um, operating system, and you can use Epic and Ubisoft and any browser. Which means that because of um, Game Pass being able to run straight off a, a browser, you'll be able to play all your Game Pass games on there as well. And they're looking at actually being able to run straight uh, the Xbox like Game Pass engine in there. But even for now, you'll be able to do it via your browser, which is just like, it's actually like a lot bigger news than it seems because now it, it's like inadvertently given Microsoft a way to access their games handheld, mm -hmm. which they were trying to do with the Switch because they offered to have Game Pass on the Switch, which obviously Nintendo said no to. Yeah. Uh, but they did try. So now they've got this. So I, I just find it extremely interesting. Yeah, look, I, I, I'm looking forward to playing Rust in bed. Um, that's nice. I know, right? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be good. I know. Rust in bed is just going to be... That's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to also play Rust on the train. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, have you got anything else for us? Or we'll just roll into games we've been playing. So we can actually uh, talk in this. All right. Let's, let's so I'm going to roll the outro playing. now. Because I still haven't edited the sound effect. So it's awkward mm -hmm. for us still. This is just like a meme now. <laughs> it's so dumb alright let's talk about the game we'll be playing and I should also remind everyone in chat because we are broadcasting live on Twitch twitch.tv slash game train twitch I forgot to say in the intro um, any questions save them up for question time later on uh, in the uh, episode would love indie questions about indie games that would be awesome but if you don't have any indie questions that's cool too we'll answer other questions as well but we like to keep this one indie-centric as much as we can. Um, so let's get into it, hey, Carl. 
Um, all right, let's talk indies, man. Let's talk indies. Let's kick off with uh, The Ascent. Yes. All right, so uh, The Ascent uh, is developed by Neon Giant and published by Curve Digital. It is a, oh, what would you call it? A, uh, a top-down shooty-shooty game. Uh, in a cyber yeah. cyberpunk yeah, world. Oh, that's pretty much what it is. It's an isometric uh, shooty sort of RPG sort of game. Um, yeah, it's a Diablo, but twin stick shooter. And yeah, cyberpunk. yeah, twin stick shooter. That was the one I was looking for. Um, what do you oh, think yeah, of this? Because okay, yeah. you played a bit of this. Yeah, I loved it. I, I, I saw a lot of flack for it because it had a lot of bugs with the co-op, but mm -hmm. I didn't run into any of that because I, I had no friends to play with. Mm. But I, not that I... <laughs> I didn't think of it because I jumped into this excited for the adventure. Uh, I know I hear no, well, not 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 for I like I didn't think of anybody. Oh. like a whole bunch of my friends are playing this, but I didn't think of like I don't know. I didn't think of it as a co-op game, even though they were advertising it as such. I just saw this and went, I can't wait to jump into this world. Mm -hmm. Like to me, it was a really like you know end of the day, veg out on the couch, turn this on, and just like blindly go through things and upgrade accordingly due to like according to stats and whatnot you know and you're throwing gear away and just looking at numbers and looking at the gorgeous 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 world the like the background of the worlds in this uh, and just all the settings mm -hmm. and the actual art are just so pretty i had zero issues um but apparently it's um not really evident in the one player modes anyway and it's just in the um when you play multiplayer, that it's like riddled with bugs. Sometimes it doesn't start at all. Sometimes you can't pick up health packs and all kinds of sort of just strange bug issues that I've been hearing about, but I experienced none of. So outside of that, it does what it looks like it does. Like it, it just it feels like like it's just kind of I I don't I don't want to say it as like a negative, but like just a, a brain dead, don't really think too hard kind of experience. Like I'm just sitting there like just taking in all the aesthetics. Mm -hmm. It's all really like self-aware of just how cyberpunky it is. The I just I just think the colors are beautiful and it's just really cool. I I haven't played a game like that in a, in a while where I just look forward to seeing the next setting. Okay, and that in itself is its own reward. The shooting feels uh, like really satisfying. I like the you know the dodging mechanics and just the hacking it just it all feels really good it feels polished to me which i feel weird saying because i didn't jump in trying the co-op and apparently everyone just had the worst time so right okay um, we right. should try it sometime but i guess now we know so we can just wait till they fix it have they have, they, it have they fixed it yet or not not that i've heard so oh okay um, we've got some updates that they're working on mm. uh, obviously as quickly as they can yeah uh, but for now if you are checking this game out um it is on Xbox Game Pass, which a lot of these games are. Mm -hmm. uh, jump in and, and check it out, uh, but definitely do it on your own first. Okay. If you want to jump in. And check yeah, well, I, I played a bit of it. I didn't get very far and did the intro mission into the, into the town that you get mm -hmm. into. Um, it was cool. Like, it played fine. It felt fine. Um, like, yeah, it, I can see it being a lot of fun. I was just sort of jumping around different games, and I thought I'd give the, you know an hour ago on this. And, yeah, um, yeah, it was good. Um, and yeah, it sucks about the the co-op issues, and hopefully they do sort all that uh, that out. So but it would be fun to jump in with you. Yeah, it would be fun. Um, and then it's on Game Pass as well. So if you've got Game Pass, grab it, give it a go. You know, um, costs nothing extra. You, it's like, well, let's give it a crack. You might like it, you might not. But it, I found it quite to be quite enjoyable, and I would like to jump back in sometime. As I said, I've yeah. been sort of jumping around different games and having goes. I think it's a perfect things. Game Pass game. Like, yeah. This is the kind of experience you want on game pass like that's what the service is for this exact indies in general are just so great to play on game pass you know like if, if i'm not if i'm gonna pay for it i'm gonna do it on something like the switch that's where i like to play my indies but mm. if i'm gonna do it for free and just as this like off the cuff thing then game pass is such a nice way to trial my games before i decide whether to buy them on switch or not that's, <laughs> that's right pretty much what game pass is yeah all right let's roll into our next one which is uh 12 minutes so this is a um, indie game, which is also on Game Pass, by the way. Um, this is a game that is a, a time loop game. You're stuck in this time loop of 12 minutes, and you've got to find out a way to get out of it. Um, and it's it's um, what a, who, uh, it's 
Felt by uh, Louis Antonio and published by Annapurna Interactive. It's a fantastic game. Like, oh, I haven't finished it yet. Um, and it's like a big puzzle trying to figure out how to finish the game before the time loop ends and you go back to the start. So you keep trying different things out. You go, all right, we're going to... I don't want to give away any spoilers because I, I know you haven't played this yet and some people in chat might not have played this yet. But there's... Uh, and that's why I'm not going to talk about specifics, but there's just different things in different orders you got to do and you experiment and then different things happen. Then you move on or you might find out information about different things, you know, and then you might use that on the next time loop through and things like that. So there's a lot of trial and error of this game. Yeah. Um, yeah like it, it sounds like a one room... Um, you know, Earth version of uh, The Outer Wilds. Yeah, well, it, it reminded me of um, uh, old school point and click as well, the game, is, how the game is set up as well. Um, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, how do I play this background again automatically? I'm not sure. You can um, double click and go into properties and say loop. Uh, thank you. That's all right. It's way better. Um... Anyway, sorry. Um, yeah, so it um, look, it's, it's really good. It's pretty. It's got great voice acting. So you've got um, you've got William Defoe, you've got Daisy Ridley, oh. and you've got the, that other guy from the X Men, um, McAvoy. 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 Yes, uh, I've forgotten his first name. Hey, James. James McAvoy, thank you. Sorry, yes. So yeah, James McAvoy, William Defoe, and Daisy Ridley all um, do voice act acting in this, which is a great cast for an indie game as well. Like you wouldn't yeah, expect know, right? that for an indie game, but it's a very clever game. Um, and yeah, like it's really, it's it's really really good. I can't talk specifics about how it works or or what to go with because I don't want to accidentally spoil anything or or. Or tell you what, what's there's not much else to say besides the story because like the setting is just yeah, so rude. but it, it is definitely a point and click game, and I'd actually recommend playing this on PC rather than console because uh, there okay. is a lot of pointing and clicking. Okay, good. I, I've heard that the controls are um, a bit frustrating on console. Yes, um, yeah, and I'm playing like it on console, and and it's been points. it's been a little frustrating at times. But um, I do really mm -hmm. recommend this indie. It's a very cool one. Um, I still haven't finished it. I think I'm about halfway through it um, yeah. now, judging on how long I've downloaded. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah, um, but yeah, I recommend this one. It's a cool little puzzle game. Um, try and not get spoiled and just try and figure out the puzzles. I was playing it on stream and chat and I were trying to figure out the puzzles together and that was really fun. I was talking to yeah, chat and we were like bouncing off each other going, should we try this? And then I'd say something in chat, be like, oh, why don't you try this? I'm like, mm, that might work or might not. And we'd get through, like, yeah, we did this for a couple of hours. It was, it was good fun. Nice. I like that. Yeah, it, it was, like was really good. I'd, I'd, I'd like to do the rest of it on stream. So those same people can come back and hopefully we finish the mystery. And hopefully they haven't learned how it all goes and they don't just drop all the hints at once at me. Because that would suck ass. Yeah, it would. It's scary. That's the scary part of doing That it. is the scary part. Scary. But um, yeah, this is on Game Pass, folks. Again, Go check out 12 Minutes. It's a great indie title. Really cool concept. And I'd love to see more concepts of the same style of game down the track in different settings and things like that. I think it can be one that could work over different settings with different stories quite well. Sick. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. All right. On to the next one that uh, I know I definitely tried out. Did you try this one out? It's called Trigger Witch. Um, it is yeah. another stick shooter game. Um, someone that I've met. I don't know if you did. You ever met John Opech? No. From from eight bit eight bit. So he's got a um he's got a podcast called Put in Work where he interviews different people and stuff. I think he's got 150 odd episodes now or something. But he actually wrote the story nice. on this game. Oh, he wrote the story. He's brilliant. Yeah, he wrote the story on this game. So this is what this is what it got my um my attention. I thought I'll jump in and and, and give it a look and. And all that. So um, again, it's a it's a it's a twin stick shooter, um, much like the Ascent is, but it is a very colourful, vibrant one. You're this witch that uses guns, pretty much. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's pretty funny how the guns are all like sort of integrated into the whole lore, like it's mm -hmm. normal. 
instead of learning spells yeah wiring all that like yeah it you know you get chosen and if you're deemed worthy you get given a gun and then there's like the church is full of firearms yeah, and they worship guns and and people after school go and work in gun factories like it's no issue and and all this yeah. sort of stuff they're just like yeah whatever um but yeah it's a it's a really fun sort of game again it's very fast paced lots of enemies you shoot them on up you get bits which you can upgrade um the strength for your guns and things like that as you go through the game um, yeah and it's also co-op it's also co-op but local co-op only in this one yes yeah so only local co-op for this one but i found it's a really charming and fun game as well i played this and the ascent back to back and i did prefer the shooting in this over the ascent Oh, did you? Yeah, okay. I, I think I found it. I like the more arcadey style of of it. Um, yeah, yeah. And it reminded I, me a bit of Binding of Isaac style in this. Oh, okay, yep. Um, which I did like, but I, I I just got weirded out by the size of the gun. Like I know it's funny, <laughs> but it just it threw me off. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, you can upgrade your guns in different ways and all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, more more ammo, more damage. Um, bigger magazine, reloads faster, mm. shoots faster, all that sort of stuff. You get a bunch of different guns and you go shoot up bad guys and, and progress through the game. It's quite fun. Um, you go on a quest to get, oh God, I can't even remember. Um, there's a mysterious guy in, in black and you got to find out where he's gone. Yeah, yeah. You got to get to this other area. Yeah. You got to get through this portal to get through the portal. You got to get these three items to get through the portal. So it's kind of like you got to go do these three dungeons, like almost like in Zelda yeah. sort of thing. And then go. And it is very linked to the past. Yeah. Um, yeah. Influenced as you can see anyone who's watching this live. Sorry to our listeners. Mm. But yeah, no, I found it a really charming game. The boss fights are quite fun as well. Um, yeah. a few twists in there along the way as well. Uh, and I thought, I thought the, um, uh, the, uh, the writing was quite good. So props to Jono on that. Some of it's quite quirky, yeah. quite funny. I did like the, um, the just the, the puzzles like they're, they're kind of fast paced they're not too like they're not like many many rooms wide type puzzles like a zelda game are they're, they're kind of like immediate but all quite clever mm. um, yeah that, yeah that use the guns and the enemies and the dash the dash is really cool like a, a nice mechanic in there as well that mm -hmm. recharges a couple of times um so and that felt good like traversal feels really nice so yeah it's pretty cool for like just this little rando indie game oh yeah of course um so yeah this is out now i think you can get it on all platforms um so go give yep. it a try it's quite cheap i think there's only like 12 bucks or something so very cheap few hours of entertainment in there good value for money fun game and i think it's is this the, game pass as well i no because i bought it oh right right yeah, um, but I think it's made, developed by a New Zealand company, which I didn't say, which is Rainbite. But, you know, oh, yes. um, it's always great to support, um, you know, Australasian, let's call it Australasian this time, you know, Australian, New Zealand indie devs. You know, it's great. Yeah. You know, we've seen some great stuff come out in the past from, from devs in this region of the world, and it's great to see more come out, more quality, and we want to keep the quality going. So go support these guys. Try out the game. It's quite fun. It's a great one on the go on the Switch, I reckon. Um, and you can play it co-op as well. It's local co-op, but you can still play co-op. So you got a, if you happen to have a friend around or or whatever, or you live with someone, or yeah, it's a it's a fun game. So uh, yeah, one day in the future you'll be able to play with somebody else. Yeah, thanks, mate. Um, <laughs> all right, and that was Trigger Witch. So we should move on to our. Thinking of Bob, but we'll do a shout out again. I'll shout out Jono, um, put in work podcast. He's done over 150 episodes, interviewed people all around the gaming industry and different industries, etc., about their careers, etc. Go check it out, put in work, it's called. Um, yeah, so there's the shout out this week. That was a good one to follow on that from. Uh, have you got any are there any games you want to talk about real quick before well, we move um, on to the thing? I would, I would, I mean, we haven't tried the full proper version, but I would care to say that wouldn't back for blood be an indie game no isn't it because i thought it was left for dead but you know done by themselves now with their own i, I count that as triple a man all right okay do you but right. okay, okay okay i wasn't sure i wasn't sure yeah wait, there's wait. a weird line because the witcher 3 is an indie game so where's the line you know that's that, that where is not like... an indie game it is look it up 
<laughs> so that that's what I mean. Like that one's too far. That's like don't be ridiculous. That's a triple A game. But no, no, Blood, it's like... pu it's published by Warner Brothers though, man. Oh, what Back for Blood is? Yeah. Uh, okay, well we'll leave it then. We'll leave that. We'll leave it. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk, talk about we'll, it next. Week. We'll talk about it next time. That's right. He's trying to yep. he's trying to secretly squeeze triple A's in here. Me. Have you ever Excuse played an indie game, Grand Theft Auto Five? Wow. <laughs> wow. Have you ever played the indie game Call of Duty? Call of Duty indie game. Oh wow, we're Mate, getting I'd off. Make, I'd make every episode fucking indie centric if I could. Yeah, what about the indie centric 107 then, instead of indie centric five? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so um, All right, should we move on to our review game this week? Yes. Okay. Uh, unless, should I talk about SnowRunner next week? That's not indie, is it? No. I don't know anymore. I don't think so. Yeah. I've never played any of those games, so I don't, I've never seen where they came from. But well, let's the do The games it. you just talked about. Uh, SnowRunner. Oh, right. Yep. Okay. Yeah, no, I'll talk about that one next time. All right. Okay, here we yes. go. Um, we're going to roll into our inter uh, interview, a review of Dev Store. Okay, Death's Door is uh, an indie game. It is developed by... Yep, cool start, Callan. Because I took it from, from a YouTube video, which cuts in and out with other people talking. Um, uh, Death's Door... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Death's Door is developed by Acid Nerve and published by... Devolver Digital. So again, we've got a Devolver Digital game up as our main review game here. But Dave... They've published some damn good indies over the years. They've produced some awesome indies. Yeah, they and do. they seem to just pop I one out around this time of the year. And we we sort of just crawl yep. out of our post-E3 cave, indie-centric, where we look across and here's this shining light of Devolver Digital. I think four out of five of our indie-centric review titles have now been Devolver Digital games. So, <laughs> yeah. Which one was not? Was it that survival one yes the very first indie centric yeah oh, yeah, yeah, yeah which yeah, was yeah. a fun yeah. game that one actually i really love that game it was really I good really survival game no it was really really that game is still going it's still getting content for that game you know Damn. yeah um so yes this is death store so in death store you play as this crow pretty much you're you're like a little reaper crow that you go around yeah. collecting souls and you've got to go get a special soul um, which has escaped into Death's Door itself. Um, so to unlock Death's Door, you've got to go get three of these massive souls, much like we said in terms of the Zelda style before, pretty much got to go yeah. do three dungeons. Um, yeah. It is a gorgeous little game. It's a gorgeous... Oh, stunning. It's such it a stunning... it feels awesome straight away. It does, it does. Um, yeah, you've got your sword straight away, you've got a little dash you can use, you've got a little bow and arrow spell you start with as well. So you've, yeah. got, you've got you've got options straight up for the combat. You can upgrade these abilities as you go. For example, um, quicker da dashing, faster running, stronger sword strikes, um, mm. faster uh, shots of spells, etc. Like that. Again, yeah. so it's got a nice you get little, other uh, weapons as well. Yeah, you do. You, you you find other swords or daggers, and they've got all got different abilities. So you got a, there's heavier, slower weapons that do more damage, faster, quicker dam um, daggers etc etc an umbrella if you want to challenge and then there's different spells like fireball bombs um etc so these are the things that come into the game and this um builds out your arsenal for your for your little uh your little crow man so um you progress through the game by going through different environments solving puzzles fighting bad guys the the combat is quite fun it's quite fast um, etc. And you sort of go through the environments and you get to like a dungeon and then you'll go through a dungeon, variety of puzzles in that dungeon. You get a new spell or weapon, etc., etc. And then you fight a boss and go on from there. Yep. So it's got that nice little 
little uh, always something to look forward to formula, which I really like. Yeah, look, it kind of like, again, the classic Zeldas, where there's always a new toy, a new boss, new dungeon with some new style of puzzles, and then you use that, um, whatever you've unlocked, to traverse in the sort of bigger worlds between them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's this really cool overworld, which is like that sort of uh, black and white kind of monochrome looking place that is just full of different doors that you jump into, like Monsters, Inc. style, but that's... That's where the, I don't know, it's like in Limbo or the Nether. Uh, it's just a really cool, charming concept. And no one talks about the fact that you're a crow. You just are one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I love that. And you have a sword. Yeah. No, no issue. Yeah, yeah. You just cruise around as a crow. Like, it's, it's, it's such a charming game. And it looks beautiful as well. Like, And it's, it's all action. For those who don't know or can't see, like our listeners, it, there's no turn-based battles. It's, it's, it very much is like your classic Zeldas and all uh, different enemies, uh, require different approaches and mm-hmm. different uses of your spells and your weapons and that kind of thing and they're not just you don't just run around cutting and slashing every enemy you do have to think about the different fights you yes. can get overwhelmed by different types um you can so re- you can reflect projectiles back at your enemies too which is a good strategy to get into yes that uh, that feels very satisfying um, it's story heavy but in a nice you know not not too you know full of itself kind of way it's light but it's still interesting it's really cool. Yeah. I love it. Um, and then, then there's boss fights as well, which were quite challenging, not impossible, but they are quite challenging. They've all got a different strategy you've got to adapt to in these, in, into these boss fights as well. Um, yep. And actually, um, the, the final boss fight is actually one of my favourite boss fights of the year so far, and I'll be going into our Game of the Year episode of, of favourite um, boss fights of the year. Fights. Yeah, it was got a really awesome end boss, and the other bosses were really cool as well. Um, yeah, I managed to finish it. There's also a substantial post game as well, um, for some yeah, extra okay. secrets. I didn't, I didn't actually finish it. What's, what's the post game kind of like, like, is, are you redoing it? Like, a no, oh, no, you're not redoing it. No, there's extras on top of what you're already doing. There's all these other secrets to find because like other things are revealed when you come back into the game. Oh, that's so nice. Yes. That's, yeah. That's really good. And, and they're quite challenging puzzles i i never ended up doing them all but um okay. I, I had a look at them online and i was like oh wow the solutions for some of these are quite in depth like if you would like a nice challenge and then stuff to get the proper true proper ending you go and do that like i've rolled the credits on this game um another thing i want to talk about is the friggin' music the music is amazing it's one of my yeah, most favorite really soundtracks of this year so far um again nice. this will be another one where i think we're going to bring up in game of the year it's it's um it's got an amazing soundtrack to this game. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, yeah, it really... As soon as you start the game, you can feel it. It's such a high caliber of quality. Yeah. Like, it's got I this beautiful it's piano overture throughout it, you know? Yeah. Um, it's just really, really nice. Like, feels peaceful, even though it's very desolate at times. Something about it just works so well. Yeah, it's, it is, it's, it's brilliant. It's um, it's very. I like a game like this because it's it's very like smooth, very silky to play as well. Which mm-hmm. games like this are the are the kind of games that I feel all right failing in. Which like like Hades very much so. Like where it feels so good to play that when you do die, it's it's a pleasure to play the game. So you don't feel like you're slogging all you know, trudging through this thing and being taken through and punished in in a way that's like. I don't know. Sometimes it can be punching, like a game, like um, um, say, uh, what what is that? Um, uh, um, Norman Reedus and his best mate Kajan. Oh, Death Stranding. Yeah, a game like that where, like, when you die somewhere and you have to like retrace your steps, it mm. feels like punishment because it's the the work is in every sort of step that you're taking, and that's actually like trudging through something whereas this like it feels very very nice and fun and the more you play it the better you get at actually traversing the world mm-hmm. it's not just about fighting the bosses it's about like exploring and it feels nice to do like much like spider-man you know like of course it's nothing like that in in like physically but just i mean enjoyment of traversal i really appreciate in the game when the game feels good to actually move through like yeah. anthem 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, sorry, I keep laughing because I'm sorry. Uh, we've got this Twitch. Uh, we were playing a video in the background of the gameplay, and I didn't realize when I downloaded the gameplay that it keeps cutting into another podcast in the background of them talking about the game. God. It's just wild at the moment. I'm, I'm having to keep skipping forward in the gameplay to keep keep it on screen. There's two guys pop up. It's so dumb. No, but I think, I, I think this is a great indie game. It's a great indie title. I had a lot of fun with it. I'm really happy I pushed through and um, rolled the credits on this one. Like, oh, I really wanted to. Like, got through the first area and went, yeah, I want to keep going. This this feels good. This feels solid. Um, this feels this feels great. Um, but, yeah, um, so in, give us your closing thoughts on it and uh, give us a score out of 10, please, on Death's Door. Uh, Death's Door, well, like I said, the thing I like most about it physically is the traversal, is the actual fight. Like as soon as you start this game, oh bye! Um, as soon as you start this game, you'll feel like the dodging, the fighting, everything about that just feels awesome to play. If the enemies, the world is super cute and charming, but not in like that. I don't know. It's it's nice and refreshing that it's not just pixelated or you know cartoony. It's actually got a really fresh look, and it it just nails it. I think it's a beautiful world to be in. The challenge is just right. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed this for what it is. Like I, I give this an eight out of ten. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. For me, I as I said, I love the music. I think the music's incredible. It had super fun boss fights. Game's not overly long. Um, I think it's a very good length for an indie. Um, and yeah, it's just ah, oh, it's just feels super good. It's on Microsoft Windows, Xbox One, and Xbox Series. Um, and which is a surprise that it's not on Switch yet because it feels like a perfect Switch game. Um, but yeah, um, look, uh, in, in saying all that, I, I think the game holds up really well. Uh, it's going to be one that people will talk about most of the year as probably one of the indies of the year for sure so far. Yeah. Um, yeah. and yeah, it, um, as I said, my favorite soundtrack of the year so far, I'm going to give this one, I'm going to give this one a nine out of 10. I thought it was fantastic. So yeah. if you've got an Xbox or PC folks, go check out Death Store. It's a great indie. Um, it's it's yeah. it's a really solid experience. It feels very fluid, very responsive, uh, challenging but fun. Yeah, Challenge, this one challenging this but one fun. On, this one's not on Game Pass, and I think it's it's quite pricey. Like just for for people who are used to buying these kind of games mm-hmm. uh, on like Steam or experiencing them on Game Pass. So it was like thirty dollars for us Australian, but it is very much worth it. Uh, I think uh, I'm. I wouldn't guarantee it, but you know, uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see this on Game Pass, like further down the track. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't know whether to say hold your breath for it or not. I do think it's worth um, the price. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. All right. And yeah, that. Guys. And that was uh, Death Store. All right, so yeah, that was that was good fun. That was really really good game. So we're gonna roll into the questions now, folks. That's right, Twine. You've just arrived in for question time. We know you've always got the hot questions for us. We can't we can't wait for it. Um, but before that, we're just gonna roll through the uh, the normal shizma bowl here of uh, Twitch.tv slash Game Train Twitch Instagram uh, Game Train Podcast at Instagram.com Twitter at Game Train Talk, Facebook.com slash Game Train Podcast, Carl. Hi. Um, you can find me and my music. Just search The Lyrical on Spotify or YouTube. Uh, and you can find me here on Twitch at The underscore Lyrical. Oh, fantastic stuff. And look at that, folks. We've already got a question for Twan. I wish I had a little crowd clap noise or something. That'd be great. Uh, have you done a Necro Barista review? We have not. No, um, and we've been waiting for that for so long. It, I it, thought it was gone, actually. No, nah, it's, it's out, and there's a complete edition coming to Switch soon. Yeah. It looks, oh, no, it it's out really now. Cool. It's out now. Yeah. We should have said that in the news. It's it's out now. So Thank go... That's made in Melbourne. Um, yeah. um, I can't remember the company that, that that's developed it, but we, we checked it out at PAX a couple of years running, 
Um, it's, yeah. It looks really cool. It's like in this uh, Melbourne coffee shop. Uh, it's a story-based game. It's like you're in um, Purgatory. Like in Limbo. Yeah, yeah, like in a Purgatory, but it's based in a Melbourne coffee shop and people are telling just about their stories and things. It's on its own. Um, and yeah, it's really, really cool. Um, uh, so check that one out. And we should actually check, we should do ourselves a favor. It's not time to check that out. I reckon yeah, if we're, we're looking for... Centric, but there was so many, so yeah, many games. Yeah, exactly. Um, like Rust and um, Sea of Thieves. Oh, wow. <laughs> on to Dom, two from me. What are the main factors that mean you take a chance on an indie game? Um, it's got to look good. I'm, I'm so superficial like that. Like, I'm definitely not one of those people that are like, graphics don't count. It's all about the fun. Unfortunately, I'm just the worst person when it comes to that. If a game doesn't look nice or I find it like the art style doesn't fit something that i'm into i just won't play it or i'll play it for a bit even if it's fun and i'll just i don't know because like i wish i could say otherwise i wish i could say it's all about the gameplay it's all about fun but for me art style um and like even specific graphic fidelity depending on where it is and what system it's on is the first thing i see in screenshots i need to i need to fall in love with either the world or the characters Mm. if it's both then i'm all in um, that's that's a big part, and a lot of times people go, oh, check this out, and the character will like just not suit my like art style wants and needs, mm-hmm. or you know, like um, an example is Cuphead, where that game is like all about fighting bosses, and I just do not, I don't like boss fights, but I played the hell out of that because the art style was just mm-hmm. one of the most gorgeous things I've ever seen, and so it, it still is, it still freaking yeah. amazing to look at that game. But that's, so that's an example of a game that I wouldn't find like enjoyable normally. Mm. And I still, even while playing it, I'm like, man, I hate this. It's too hard. There's so many bosses. It's a dog balloons. I, I, I wanted to see the next thing. And I was so intrigued by the characters and the world. So a big thing for me is um, art style. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, for me, if you say roguelite, I'm normally in. Yeah. I've already jumped the barrier and I'm running down the road towards it. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sometimes it's based off pre like what that developer's previously done. For example, I'm looking forward to Somerville because I enjoyed Inside and uh, and Limbo, and Somerville is going to be another um, indie game from a split of that company that made those other two. But I know they did awesome stuff, so I'll go and check out Somerville when that comes out. Even though it's not normally the sort of game I go for, but because I really enjoyed their other two games, um, I think I'll enjoy Somerville as well. Um, and then yeah it's normally the gameplay it sort of gets me like the type of game it is i think like if you said roguelike card game i'm I'm now i'm lining up at the door again i'm ready to go you know so or if you go souls like and i might sort of peek around and go oh yeah Yeah. (laughs) um all these sorts of things so that's sort of what what gets me going it's not really the graphics see i i love i I love cuphead but i'm not again actually i think it was the graphics of cuphead that got me into that because i'm not really into bullet hell games which that is yeah Right, I'm not a big fan yeah. of bullet hell games, but I loved Cuphead because of the graphics and the challenge. Yeah, yeah, and also I guess another big thing would be, um, uh, especially for indies, because indies needs it, and it's for me it's word of mouth, which um, was what it took for us to play Slay the Spire, which you wouldn't, you wouldn't get me to touch ever, like just mm. by looking at it and reading card the game. There's just no, yeah, I'd be like, card game, nah, just not interested. I couldn't be bothered. There's too many other games to play. Mm-hmm. And it took my brother, like, what, two years or three years of saying, like, play fucking Slate of the Spire. I'm <laughs> like, yep. fine, let's have a little look-see. And then it, it took me all of about 20 minutes to be like, oh, this oh, is so, fantastic. So good. So, so, so good. Still one of the best indie games of all time, hands oh, down. Um, excellent. All right, more from Dom. What indie game, old or new, do you think had the best story world? Story world? Uh, Hades. Oh, yeah. Story in Hades was pretty good. All the characters you meet along the way and and, and, and different things like that. I thought that was really good. Um, Inside story? Yeah. Inside? I was going to say Inside. That's, that's probably the one. Even though me. it's very abstract in the way it tells the story? Yeah, is... both Limbo and Inside are both beautiful. And Braid as well. The story in Braid is um, just amazing. Like a stunning, beautiful, heartbreaking, creepy story. What about Gris? Gris is, Gris is pretty beautiful as well. I, but, but Gris is very, um, very poetic and even more like 
left to your own, you know, sort of breakdown of it. It's, it's mm -hmm. extremely poetic. They tell you nothing. I took a lot out of Gris, uh, but a lot of people took nothing out of it except for like, oh, it's beautiful and there's some puzzles. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's like, it's very theory based, which is kind of like Limbo. Yeah. Uh, whereas um, you could see that after they did Limbo and they went to Inside, they went for a little bit more. Um, I'm not going into these stories because, like, the story themselves mm -hmm. are the point of playing the game. Oh, and and I went, I went into Inside knowing nothing, and that was the best way to go into it. God, it was, it was gorgeous. Yeah, I'd say Inside in a big way. I love the story of Braid, even Journey. Journey oh, again had course. one of those ones that was yeah. very much like um, Limbo, and where it's very abstract. But once you reach the end, it all ties together in a in a really beautiful way. Mm -hmm. um, especially if you played it when it came out and when there was other players around to experience that magical multiplayer concept in it. Mm -hmm. God, uh, Journey was cool. Tell you what, Golf Story had a pretty banging story too. How good was Golf <laughs> Story? And if you're talking about worlds, yeah. Golf Story's world is pretty great. Yeah, yeah, Golf yeah. Story is pretty bang. All right, that's why I can't wait for Sports Story. Great question. And, that, and that's the thing where I said I like to follow devs because I know they did a great thing with sports stories. So, I mean, golf story. So I'm hoping sports story will be as good, if not better. Um, okay. No. Other questions we've got. Mume, when we expect doing some co-stream streams? Co-stream streams? I don't know, man. Uh, What's a co-stream stream? I think it means like, you know how you do your CFEs when you put your jolly up in the corner and stuff and you just go sailing and shit? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I think he's talking mm -hmm. about that. I'm not sure, man. Uh, depends what the game is. Um, I don't think you're on my Final Fantasy server, are you? I'm on Kujata on there as Carl is as well. Um, yeah. uh, if you jump onto New World and you're on my server, I may. Um, depend it depends on the game, really, and what, and what I'm doing at the time, dude. So just sort of poke in every now and then go, Hey, what you doing? Are you doing this or that? Or Yeah, and I, and I made it. We can do it when OC... OC so that's a good idea on Final Fantasy fourteen When the Oceanic servers... Release. I think Carl and I will both move on there just for the better ping and just because it's OCE community um, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. That Does it is... mean we have to start again? No, we can move our character across for free. Fuck yeah. Yeah, so... I'm down with that. So, yeah, that would be, that would be pretty banger. Um, Genghis Twine, have either of you played Ghosts of Tsushima Director's Cut on PS5 yet? I have not, Carl? Yes, yes I have. I haven't played very long. Um, and I, I didn't take my old save, so I just started again. I will be just um, uploading my old save. I just wanted to do... So what I like doing, if I start a game like that where I'm like so far into it already, I like starting at the starting and going through the tutorial again until I remember what everything is, and then just jumping back into my old save because then I know how to use everything. Instead of if you just jump straight in... <laughs> You're like, especially with that fighting style oh, and the combat and that. Yeah, I, like, so I, I, I saw a thing on Twitter the other day of like the full stances again. I looked at it and I went, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, so I thought, so I'm, I'm starting again and going through that. And then as soon as I know enough, I'm just going to go, yep, I remember this and just jump straight into my old save because you can come back and see all the sites and visit all the places again if you, if, you know, if I want to relive the visual stuff. But um, I, I love it already. I did... Having said that, I did jump into um, Ghost of Tsushima when the PS5 did their PS4 update okay. um, earlier this year, which is essentially very much the same thing where you can have 4K and the uh, 60 frames plus. Mm -hmm. um, so you don't have to choose like performance or fidelity mode. They, they made it so that you just get both. Uh, and they did up, update that for free, which was awesome. So I got to see and feel how that was. But the thing I love about it straight away is being able to finally play it in Japanese without it looking cringe. Because uh, in the original release, if you tried to play it with Japanese, they did the English mouthing, like English lip syncing. Mm -hmm. And then Japanese, like just in the background. But now they actually speak and the animation and the mouths move to the Japanese um, voice acting, which is it makes a huge difference and and just having that english subtitles underneath which gives me the immersion i was looking for when i first wanted to play that game and i remember that was one of the things that i um took a point away from it for doing because i wanted to play that in japanese but i just couldn't do it yeah so yeah i'm really happy with that at the moment yep uh, and as a question we got from ash claire Callan, if you like indian roguelike why haven't you played binding binding of isaac yet i don't know 
Oh, have you not played Binding of Isaac? <laughs> no. Oh, so when I said that trigger, which reminds me of Binding of Isaac, and you're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I've Man. seen I've seen gameplay of Binding of Isaac. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, well look at, like, yep, there you go. I, I know all about Rust then. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to give it a go sometime. Have yeah, to give it's it a so go. Small too. Like, mm. I'm pretty sure it costs zero dollars somewhere. Yeah, and there's a lot of content out there too. So yeah, uh, Dom, if you could choose an indie game to give the triple A treatment as a reboot, what would you pick? Indie game to give the triple A treatment as a reboot. Oh, that's a tricky one because a lot of the things that make indie games is the fact that they aren't triple A games, right? Hmm. Um, like it's it's the charm in the first place. Slay the spire. Like, what would you do? High res cards? You know, there's not a lot. No, but really. okay. Look what Blizzard does with Hearthstone, and they yeah. constantly add expansions every two to three months because they can. Yeah, I, I guess so. Like that's, I guess that's more of a budget thing. Yeah, than, than just like that would be that would be cool. Yeah, just more cards. Yeah, yeah. more I'll cards, more characters, more different styles of dungeons and monsters to fight constantly coming out every couple of months. I'd be, I'd be in. I'd love that shit. Um, yeah. Um, Triple A treatment. That's may, a good question. I don't even know if, if I see. I feel like that. something like Death's Door could work if they went the eight dungeon approach, like because they went the three dungeon approach for Death's Door. Yeah. And if they if Triple A company expanded on that, went eight dungeons and went many more abilities and and crazy story and different environments, like a a full I don't know crazy. Yeah, I, I, they could do some really cool stuff with it. That could that could work. Um, be just more on, on expanding other ideas. Like some of the best indies, like as we said, Inside No Way, um, stuff like that. I wouldn't have a AAA studio touch. Um, yeah, it's hard to. Mm. The the tricky thing about that is it's hard to kind of imagine what could be added until it's done. Like I would have said, don't touch Tetris. It's perfect. And then Tetris Effect came out, and I was like, oh, well, yeah, <laughs> I'll take that. And you know, that's like a. Like, Tetris was never indie, but I mean, like, when you take the concept of uh, just blocks, Tetris effect is, because it was in that um, Nindies thing and it's coming to Switch. I forgot to say that in the news. Oh, yeah. Tetris effect is coming to Switch. That's exciting. On the same day that the OLED Switch is coming, which which is a great matchup, which, again, is hilarious to say that, like, ooh, the best way to show off your new OLED screen is Tetris. But it actually really will be. Actually, that the best way to show off the uh, OLED screen will be Metroid Dread, which also comes out that same day. I, I, I completely 100% more than anything else disagree with you in that that will be the best way to show off the OLED screen. Like, really? It looks like Shadow Complex. It's like, yeah, it's, it's going to be fantastic, I think. Yeah. But I just think visually it looks a bit dated. Yeah. Um, uh, as far as the trailer goes. Uh, next one, Genghis Twan. What is your favorite takeaway to get before a big and long night of gaming? Probably Japanese, Twan. Love mm. Japanese food. Yeah, um, sushi. Wow. Which would work really well with um, Ghost of Tsushima. Yes. Um, so what else work calendars off OLED with Rust? <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Yep. Um, thank you for all your questions again, everyone. We should close off this episode, but first we're going to lame love hype it up. So are you ready for this, Carl? Oh, uh, yep. Oh, yep, yep. You good? Yes. Yep. So good. Okay. Lame train. All right, what's your lame train this week, Carl? My lame train is this green screen that Helen prepared me for this evening. Uh huh. Yeah, that's that's pretty much that's pretty much it. I don't have a lot of uh, lame train vibes this week because it, it's actually been really good in in far of in, as far as gaming is concerned. Yeah. Um, everything that was lame just you know turned into positive. Like moving was lame, but then I really love my new space. Um, you know, trying to catch up on gaming was lame at first, but then there was just like all this awesome experiences. Um, yeah, no, not a lot except for uh, just Callan and telling me that we have to use green screen today, it, like three minutes before we started. We do this every time. Um, every time? I'll tell you what mine is. Mine's packs cancelled and we don't get to go to the indie zone. Don't get, oh, yeah, I mean, but it means that we get hands-on usually. Yeah. 
sent to us, which is kind of cool. Like going to the indie zone was really cool, but like what they did with it last year and what they did at E3 was really cool by letting us all yeah. play demos from home. Yeah. So much like what I was saying, how a lot of these lame trains that I've had recently turn into something cool. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of those as well. Because it was cool to just be able to sit at home and sample all of them um, and enjoy like kind of, and they had that really cool thing last year that they had like a, a virtual tour of the indie section at PAX. Mm. Um, so that'll be cool. It is lame that it's cancelled, but yeah. you know, like... Yeah, I know. I, my, other, my other lame train is I should have played 12 minutes with mouse and keyboard because it's just easier to play. I hate playing it on a controller. I hate oh, play, I, okay. It's so lame. I wish I had Nolan. I wish I had Nolan. So boot up, really? ga boot up Game Pass, pass on your PC, mate, and get it through that one and play it on your PC with a mouse. Trust me, yeah. you, you'll enjoy the game why so much, you, so much. Why more. are you like feeling so bad about it? Like, can't you just do that now? Like, isn't it a case of like how much you know of the game? You can just kind of... Kind of, but you have to still see, you can't still have to see observe things to bring it up in the game. So I can't oh, skip right. to where I'm okay. up to now. See, that's interesting to know. Okay, because in, in like Outer Wilds, you could finish it in less than 20 minutes had you had all the info yes it was one of those so, oh, so this one you have to physically live through it to i know. think so i think so okay yeah it's just little Ooh. things yeah here and there and yeah yep i like that yeah uh okay let's roll into love train <laughs> all right carl what do you love um i'm really enjoying the uh the new gta 5 Los Santos Tunas DLC update, mm -hmm. like a lot. I think it's the best DLC for GTA Online uh, so far. Wow! It's, it was it was really cool that they added like even a, a better whole, than the whole island DLC. Yeah, that was just another heist, which is really cool. But what this does uh, is is this adds a whole new car meet place because people have been trying to have car meets for the longest time without trolls. Sorry, Callan, you won't enjoy this one. Uh, but you get to go to like. Uh, car meets and like check out all your cars and hang out with your friends and you you unlock all new like updates to do up your cars it's very like it's very much about the cars um and about the fashion it's it's got a whole lot of that need for speed underground vibe and the early um fast and the furious movies just you know like the first two um which i think is a huge part of gta that was missing you know like years after it came out like it was all about the cars and stealing the cars and how cool like the whole game is about the, the title is about stealing cars but it really like, i didn't realize not that. that much about it oh yeah no you learn a lot from listening to me from times to times so. <laughs> uh, uh, but so i thought that was really cool but on top of that you also got to buy a whole new auto shop but unlike like when you buy the motorcycle club and all that and you get these sort of like passive incomes and many things you can do here and there this adds like a whole batch of new, slightly smaller heists where you have to do the setups in two or three different missions and then you can jump in with a bunch of friends and actually do like the completing mission uh, and get into all these full different hijinks, but there's like a whole bunch of them. I think ugh, there'd be like more than five, I think there's like six or seven all new sort of mini heists and you don't make as much as you would doing one, doing one of the like big official heists. But there's so much content in there, and it's a lot of fun and a great reason to jump back in. So That's that awesome. Uh, mine yeah. was uh, getting back into indies again. It's always a great time. Every time. Yes. Every time we roll on a indie century, because I was like, oh, this is really fun. I like these games. Yeah. Bef before yeah, we right. trudge off to the end of the year, which is all CODs and Halos and... Oh, it just stays indie for me. Yeah. It's always a great time. It's always good fun to check it out yeah. and see what's around. And we always sit there and scratch our head and go, when's a good time for indie centric? And then the time just pops up and we go, yeah, okay, now's a good time because we've got this, 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 this. Let's go. It's a great time for indie centric. All right, let's roll into that hype train. Can we go at the same time? Yep. Riders Republic Beta. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we got the same one. I knew we would. Uh, right. oh, come on, you, of course you knew. It, it, it's, it's like this one thing Carl and I fully agree on in the gaming sphere. Like, we have so many differing opinions, even slight yep. ones here and there or, or that. What we love is fucking um, Steep, which is Ubisoft game coming out a couple of years ago, snowboarding game. They're now bringing out Riders Republic this year, which is like steep, but in more environments and more vehicles, we're hoping. 
Um, so we're both very excited and the beta kicks off on Monday. We've got beta access. Carl has five passes to give away for beta access. So jump into his Discord if you're in there. If you'd like, have you given them away yet? No. Oh, jump into his Discord and he'll probably share a few around for folks. Yeah. So you can jump in and give it a go and all that. So, um, yes, jump in. And I yeah. think we've got a, a, friend, a friend, Dylan has a bunch as well. Yeah, Dylan's, Dylan's got five as well. So, um, yeah, a bunch of, of, of them to give away. Beta goes for three days. Um, so Plus tomorrow, which I, it starts at 5 a.m. UTC. So, what is it? I think that's uh, 3 p.m. for us. Right. Okay. I finish work at five. Beauty. Yeah. That'll so. Be just in time. Yeah. So then I'll be jumping on there with Carl, and we're gonna we're gonna have some fun on that. But it's, it's the one sort of game that we always agree on: Forza Horizon and these sorts of of extreme sports games we seem to love, and just like yeah, like um, just we're like yes, this is great stuff. I can't wait. Yeah, I felt it's it's like a weird. Hasn't even come out yet. Guilty pleasure for me. Like this was the game that I was most hyped for in E3, seeing the trailer. Yeah, just, yeah. So many big games that I'm like, just give me right. Because I, I was like, Elden Ring. I was like, no Souls game. Give me the Riders Republic game now. Yeah, and it's it's scary because my most hyped game is the game I want Riders Republic to be. I don't know if it's gonna be that, Ooh, but it's just you know we have an I, idea. I, you know, I hope it's good. I really do. I really want it to be good and great and to be one yeah. of those things that they just keep adding new stuff to and and the massive mode where there's like a hundred people racing at once looks insane yeah that's so fun i but, don't want to do that with you but i do want to do it no but what what i'm scared of is that one vehicle become like the mater and everyone will jump on that freaking vehicle yeah. in the end that's what i'm scared of in that one because it's just chaotic yeah. with bikes and and um, wingsuits and snowboards and everything going at once. If, if the wingsuit's the, the best thing, you're going to have 100 wingsuiters and you're going to be like, oh, that's ruined now. Yeah, but wingsuit's actually really hard in that engine. True. If, if, you're, if you're being brought, forced down, I, I'm hoping that if you're on a wingsuit, you have to go through rings. You know, just yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> see it, see it suckers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, that brings us to the end of the episode, folks. Thanks everyone for hanging out. This is broadcast live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash game train twitch. We'll be back soon with another episode. Not a big month for hiatus again. We'll be back in a week to two weeks with a new another game to review. We got to figure out what we're doing for that. I'll have to have a look up what's coming out. There's a few things starting to roll out in the next few weeks. Plus, we'll be talking about next time all the betas were played. Riders Republic, Back for Blood, New World, um, Diablo uh, 2 Resurrected. There's just betas galore going on at the oh moment. Oh my god, there really is. So many Great. betas. But uh, again, thank you all so much. Anything else to say, Carl? Nope. Alright. <laughs> this has been Game Train.